This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Scoop. Jared Petty, Scoop. Sam Claiborne. Howdy. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about some changes coming to Hearthstone this spring. we got to talk about Far Cry Primal and other prehistoric games. But first... But Damon... I don't like it when things that I like change. I know you don't. I want everything so, to just stay just the same stay the forever. Same forever. But change is a part of life, part of growing up. Yeah. A part of gradually same. marching toward your inevitable death. Yep. Uh, I, I get a lot of that. change in the pinball machines I operate. There you go. I turn them yeah. in for paper money. Ooh, that's, that's good. Folding that's good money. Change. Wow. Folding money. Uh, the Witness mm-hmm. is a hot new video game. That all the kids are playing. Yeah, no kids are also, playing. Also, also many adults. <laughs> let's 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 be real. This kid's that. playing it. We're gonna get letters from kids playing that game. They're gonna be like, "Dear sir, I am six years kids, old." Kids, if you're listening to the show, players. turn it off. <laughs> Justin, is the, you said the witness is your favorite game of the generation? Oh yeah, so far. Yeah, totally. Whoa. I'm completely yeah. enamored with it. Uh, I love everything about it. I think the puzzles are really smart and clever. I think the world is gorgeous. I think before I played it, I didn't really understand why it took seven or eight years to make. Mm-hmm. And now the world is so intricate and detailed and so well thought out from both kind of a micro level immediately in your face and sort of a zoomed out level that... You said all oh. these exact same things about Flappy Bird. <laughs> <It's>, that's <laughs> true. Uh, oh, I but, caught myself playing Flappy Bird for two hours ago. <laughs> this time, I'm right. Okay. Oh. 
Uh, no, but it feels like I, it's almost unfathomable how complex and intricate and complicated the world is and how many different parts fit together in different ways that are clever and unexpected and surprising and delightful. It's um, a thoughtful game. It really is. You sit there and look at and you, you were talking about that, that sense of perspective kind of permeates through it like a fractal. You, can't, you just really can't amazing. fake that stuff. There's stuff where uh, just the complexity of the puzzles and how they interact with each other, that stuff uh, can't be faked or cheated. That just takes time. That just takes years and years mm. and years to develop and own. And uh, Or lots of people instead of one. <laughs> well, sure. But I mean, even then, I don't know that something like this could be done by committee. I mean, I, I think it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Jared has a theory about The Witness. Well, the reason I enjoyed it, it's I don't know. It's a spoiler free one. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, it yeah. is spoiler free. I don't know. Are we like... going to keep this spoiler free? Let's keep it spoiler free. Because this is a spoiler free discussion. So here. I shouldn't talk about all the ghosts. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, all right. Or the fact that the game ends with the hatch from Lost. Right. right. Okay, good. Um, and, though, and you might have a theory, but also we should mention Jared doesn't like this game a lot. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm no, no, you you're just said it was a different a... game. I like, I like The Witness. Oh, really? I yeah, thought you were saying the... you, you. Well, okay. Yeah, you, you probably, said if you had to do the guide for this game, you'd quit. If I had to do the guide, I'd quit. But that's because I have a sh <laughs> wow. shriveled raisin for that part of my brain that solves puzzles. Um, that I, was I a retroactive that, threat. He yeah. didn't say that when he got assigned to no, it. No, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> I, I got to play this game uh, in an era when, when guides are readily available, and if I get stuck forever and ever, instead of sitting and spending my wealth in frustration, I could go look. And that was very nice. I, I got to experience like it mo like most people do. But... Thing about the game that, that shocked me, I don't like puzzled games uh, most of the time. I didn't realize that this one's kind of a secret Metroidvania game. Uh, you go to a, you know, in a Metroidvania game. Secret Metroidvania game. It is. You, in a Metroidvania game, you go Before to Before he explains himself, yeah, yeah. have you heard, his, have you heard his, uh, his theory about this? I mean, I can imagine, knowing what I know about The Witness, where yeah, okay. he's going with okay. this. Yeah. The game unlocks keys in your mind to doors you didn't know were locked. Pretty much locked. that's it. And that, uh, but it yeah. doesn't have super missiles. Right. It, no, it doesn't have super missiles. But in a Metroid game, you get to an area you can't get far We all out. know what a Metroid you game is. You go off to a different area, find a power-up. <laughs> in this fast case, forward. In this case, the power-ups are, are not items you find in the game. This is knowledge that you gain through working out a different set of puzzles. You get frustrated, you go off to a different area, you learn something, you come back, boom, you get through. Sometimes Sometimes you can bomb jump your way around it by figuring out something by being clever that you got a little ahead of or through a little more doggedness or experimentation. Damon, it's a allow neat me, game. Allow me to explain. Okay. okay. So you come up against these puzzle panels and there's different puzzle panels in different areas of the island. Each one has different symbols on it that mean different things. It might have blocks, it might have stars, it might have little dots. And then through some sort of introductory puzzles, it teach you, teaches you, oh, you have to separate the block colors. They can't all be the same color. And they ramp up in complexity, and then you understand how the block works. You might come up against stars, and it says, oh, the stars have to be in pairs of two. And then you figure that out, and there's a bunch of those puzzles. So every time you learn a new set of puzzles, it's like learning a new language. Mm -hmm. And so you can come up against a door in the beginning of the game that's just got crazy symbols all over it. And the solution's there. Like, you can solve that door from minute one when you start the game, but you can't really because you haven't learned the language exactly. yet. You don't know the vocabulary yet. You don't know the rules for opening that door. So in that sense, that's a locked door. And what I have so many it, Simon's Quest jokes I just didn't make. <laughs> the super what, missiles what in this that game door your is brain. your knowledge. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm, the super missiles in your brain. Yep. So I'd uh, call it more of a Zelda Tunia. Oh, there we are. Zelda Tunia. There we are. Are you going to talk about. The, Where's the graveyard duck? Yeah. Are you going to talk about the sales stats? Yeah, we'll talk about the sales stats. Okay. Uh, I still need to start the game. I just finished Rise of the Tomb Raider last night. It's a very different game than this. Remember when we solved that puzzle together and we recorded it yep. and then we didn't put it on the site ever because it took us too long to solve the puzzle? 
Yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, did yeah, you solve I, that puzzle? Oh yeah, I solved that puzzle. So uh, on your own, was it easier? Well, because I remember like, what did Sam do? Yeah. <laughs> I also think I, I want to point out. There's a real. I love the. Um, you beat the game, right? Did you actually? Uh, no, I got past that part. Oh, okay. Well, there is. Uh, there's a post credits scene mm. that's pretty cool. Okay. Oh snap! Really? Yeah. So the well, sorry. The last thing I want to say about the witness. No, we're not. We're gonna still talk about the witness. Okay. The last thing I want to say about Rise of Tomb Raider yeah. is I've been playing the Baba Yaga DLC, mm -hmm. and I think maybe my game may be like bugged or glitched because <laughs> there's uh, one of your missions is harvest two deer livers. Yeah, we got there. So, so I'm running around trying to hunt these deer, and you can look on your map and say, okay, there's a deer there, and I kept running. I'd be like, run over there, and there's no deer. And then I would say, pull up my map again. Okay, now it's moved right, right behind me. Turn around, no deer. Okay. Now it's over there. I run over there. There's no deer. But every time I'd go, there'd be rabbits. So I was like, uh, does, did the game spawn a rabbit instead of the deer? Maybe it's jackalope. And I gotta try. I, I, I got try to get a deer liver, liver from the rabbit. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna try to do. That might work. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Anyway, back to the witness. That happens in the witness uh, too. Just yeah. I think <laughs> so. People always said if you encounter a hard problem or uh, you know just in your life or in a puzzle game or whatever, just sleep on it, right? Yeah. But. What the witness really taught me is that that's not just an expression. Like that's actual, like there's actual biology and chemistry that if you see a hard problem and you work on it and then go away and leave it, like your brain's still working on it. Like you're eating dinner, mm -hmm. you're watching a show with uh, your partner, you're sleeping, but your brain's still, it's in there. And I cannot, it feels like magic, but this is absolutely true that if you think I'm never gonna solve this, it's impossible, I just wanna look up a guy, just don't and leave. And then I, I can't tell you probably a dozen times I came back to the game a day later or two later and then it was like first try. I'm like, oh, I see what to do. Yeah, Jared I, I here is here to play devil's advocate. No, no, I, I think that that's absolutely true. Uh, I'm just not as patient as you, so I've enjoyed in the situations where... I will admit, I wanted to get through the game without looking anything up and there was one that I never... One puzzle. One out of the 500 Twig solved. Twiggate. Hashtag Twiggate. Yeah, what? I couldn't, no, not even Twiggate. I don't count Twiggate. No? Because I had that, I mean, you spoiled that for me. Really? I would have got that one on my own. I spoiled it? Yeah. By saying the ground thing? Yeah. Oh, really? I think, that, I think that's the water gate of The Witness. It's, it is the worst puzzle in The Witness, but there was one that was just <laughs> two, there's okay. one very close to the end that I did, I'm sad to admit, I did look up, but I got the other 499 plus on look, my own. Looking up a solution can go one of two ways. If the answer seems obvious, then I feel bad. It's like, oh, yeah. I really should have figured that out. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, I, I never, never would have thought yeah. about that. So the, I'm really the, glad the I witness that up. is not, not that kind of. The puzzles are very, very, very hard. But I, there's there's one or two in the entire game that I consider kind of those BS. Like I never even would have figured that out. The rest you just have to figure out. Like I've looked up e even with even with uh, cheating on it. I've looked up five puzzles. And I will say what happened after I looked up one, like then the floodgates were open. Like then I'm like because right. then I'm like well I've already like I might as yeah. well just look up that. But I stayed strong. Mm -hmm. I stayed strong and I solved the rest of the game on my own. It's kind of like losing your virginity. But I helped them. You a might as bit. well just. You, we all we, heard it. We crushed the flower. You can't, you can't put the flower back together. You might as well just bone everybody at yeah. that point. Uh, you, right, you guys can all use me as personal game help if you need to. Stealth? So you don't have to use guys. Metroidvania. Yeah, tweet game. at me and I'll give you hints instead <laughs> of the direct solution. Uh, we have an email about the witness from Matt in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. That sounds, Murfreesboro. That's a made-up place. Murfreesboro, uh, home of the Battle of Stones River. This is a true thing. And no, it's pronounced Murfreesboro. 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 Yeah. Is this Murfreesboro? Yeah, Murfreesboro. Well, is that Murfreesboro? No, yep. that's yep. that's uh, that's crazy Puzzle Island. Yeah, that's uh, Puzzle Island. Hey, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Matt says it has been said 
that you should never buy a console for one game. Is that a thing that has been said? I'm sure someone said, said that. Who said that? Probably uh, Matt from Murphy's. Didn't Park. somebody ask us this exact thing before? It's a. Uh, he says, "Is the witness worth buying a PlayStation Four for?" I have an Xbox One. I've considered buying a second console for some time. None of the other exclusive Sony titles have been enough for me to pull the trigger, but is Witness that game? Value propositions are always subjective. However, this is a really spectacular game and different than just about anything you've ever played. So if you got the money laying around, yeah, sure, go but for But like it. you were saying, you, you're not a big fan of puzzle games. I'm not a big fan of puzzle so games. So if you're and not a big fan of... this is an amazing game that I, I think people But you also play. surely... I mean, the game will run on low-ish end PCs. Yeah. And... I, I would say, I mean, look, it's my game of the generation. I absolutely adore it. I think everyone should play it. Mm -hmm. I do expect the game someday to come to Xbox One. So if you're not in a hurry, you know, wait and see how things shake out over the next few months, whether there's an announcement there. And I would double check the specs. I actually don't know the PC specs offhand, other than to, you know, I know that they're not crazy high. So even if you have an older PC, you might actually be okay. It runs pretty well on my older PC. Yeah. I have to down the And there is, uh, if you're worried about, like, I, like Steam, the older my computer gets, the more uh, Steam games, like having Steam running in the background can slow down the games themselves. Like I really like to have just that one app running. And uh, there is a DRM version, DRM free version of The Witness that you can buy as well. Then you don't even need to have Steam running. I think The Witness is okay in short bursts. Uh, I, I think uh, there's a lot of other games on the PS4 that you could play for a lot longer time that you'd have a lot more fun with if you just had one game. I don't know if that's like a Desert Island yeah. proposition yeah. that he's saying, but like if you're going to get a PS4, like get The Witcher 3. You know, get, well, yeah. get, get, uh, we loved Metal Gear, yeah. Solid yeah. 5. Although I wouldn't characterize like, The Witness as a short game either. I mean, there's, no, there's I don't a think it's short. I, I was saying that if you're just going to like marathon, like you have one system in one game, yeah. I don't think it's that great to like. Just sit down and play for eight hours. I'm trying to think about what. Like I played nightly and it's fine, but I, I get sick of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm having a hard time. I, again, I don't think I own every console. So Bloodborne. I a, yeah, I have a hard time kind of remembering which games are only on one console. Honestly, mm -hmm. besides like the besides like Halo and all the obvious stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's no Uncharted. There's yet. a lot to play on the PS4 right now. So, yeah, I, mean, totally. I, mean, I wouldn't have said that at the time Bloodborne came out, but since then there's been great stuff. Yeah. Uh, Witness has been performing very well. Sold over 100,000 copies in its first week. Brought in over $5 million in revenue. Warms the cockles of my heart. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Blow said that's better than Braid did in its first year. Yeah, the crazy stat <laughs> is, so Braid was $15, yeah. which I thought it was 20 but he, he was yeah. 15 and he's right about that. It's his game, obviously, he's right. But um, So not only did it make more money, I'm like, well, of course it made more money. It's 40 bucks instead of 15 but he said it <laughs> sold more copies. Yeah. Which that's what amazes me. At forty dollars, yeah. this sold more, more copies in a week. Well, than nobody gave Braid a ten. Um, but the the caveat is that Braid was only on XBLA, and this is on Steam and Humble and yeah. uh, and yeah. Uh, PS4. Yeah, it's releasing at the right time. Of but year. even so, like yeah. I'm I'm super super. I mean, look, I'm incredibly happy about it. I was, you know, he spent his whole fortune on it, and you know, all this time, um, I was worried that he just wasn't going to see a return on investment. But uh, uh, it's great news. So your favorite game of the generation so far? Yeah. What are you, Jared and Sam's oh favorite games gosh. of the generation so far? General, jeez. I, yeah. I like The Witcher Three a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Metal Gear Solid Five. Those are both great. Um, maybe Undertale. Undertale. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I mean, is 3DS this generation? I, I don't know. Is there a 3DS game you would put? You would pick? Yeah, I like a lot of 3DS games a lot. I really yeah. liked Fire Emblem. I mean, Fire Emblem was great. Yeah. I, I loved NES Remix. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say the re-release this weekend in two on PSN. That's that's, that's a cheat. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie yeah. to that. No, all right. No, probably uh, probably Undertale. Uh, that that'd be or uh, Mario Maker. I've loved both those quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, Witcher Three is like the only game I've been compelled to 100 percent in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, like there's been you 100 percent in that game. 
I felt compelled to. <laughs> I don't know if I actually did. Now that I think about it, I I came really close. That's I like, didn't finish Fallout Four, but I that's played like for really a good time. wiggle words, though. I felt compelled to hundred percent it. I yeah. didn't, but I was compelled. No, but I didn't get some achievements in it because I think you have to replay. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, um, like I've loved, like I loved The Witcher, and I really loved Dragon Age. Like there's been all kinds of games I've loved, but I've, this generation is nothing. There's nothing I've been like as passionate about as some of the stuff like the you know Uncharted trilogy last gen, the Mass yeah. Effect trilogy last gen. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like. I mean, I know we're early-ish on, but like even the Assassin's Creed franchise started last gen and had a run of great games. Um, I feel like this gen has been slower to get going, and I haven't played any games until The Witness that I thought were like you know all, on the all-time classics. Uh, Shovel Knight, that'd be another one. I, I think that's sure. that's a re- legit. I, I know it looks retro, but that's that's some of the best level design I've ever seen in a game. You it's played like, Mist again. Huh? Do you I like did, Mist I, now? No, I don't like Mist. I know, I know. Uh, Jared wrote yeah. an opinion piece about not liking Mist. It didn't upset anyone. No one at all. Yep. My opinions on Mist opinion and the piece. Star Wars prequels are very popular. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I share those opinions entirely. <laughs> and we talked about them ahead of time. And uh, we, we don't have some, uh, some alternate headlines and stuff. But like, I, I think see. those are. I, I, I think Defenders for Mist are a little more common than. <laughs> Than prequels, mm-hmm. but I know now that there's a lot of people yeah, out there that like Star Wars prequels. If you watch, I asked on my Twitter feed, I uh, put up a poll. I remember, yeah. Uh, what would you think about Disney remaking the uh, Star Wars prequels? Mm-hmm. And it was 50-50. almost 50 50. Yeah. People say they were for it or against it. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really interesting. It's a cool but that's prospect. That's not necessarily like, eventually. like I think the prequels are crap, but I just don't want to see them remade. So go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them remade eventually. Yeah. Uh, I, just because I, they leave such a bitter taste in my mouth and I'm full of hate and bile. Nobody's going to remake them yeah. without Jar Jar, though. Oh, that'd be oh yeah. You remember They're not going to remake them without Jar Jar. Yeah, no, that won't happen. But Jar Jar That's the movie. Like, what if he does just a dude? It's, it's like, it's he like, doesn't serve uh, any purpose. He's Alec Baldwin standing there. He's Jar Jar Binks. He's just a dude in a robe. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I'm on board. My favorite game of the generation so far, if you will allow it, would probably be Hearthstone. Oh, no, that's right. Which great. brings us to our next topic. Oh. Which is Hearthstone. Uh, they announced some changes coming to the game this spring. Uh, man, it's fi- I find it hard to explain to people that don't play the game regularly, which well, I don't think Justin or Jared and, and Sam do. You guys all played it. it to, yeah. to talk about they release new cards a couple times a year, right. and the new change is that only cards released in the last, what is it, two calendar years? Yeah. I don't, I don't know the exact time span. I think that's right, yeah. But only the most recent or the few sets of cards year, are going to be in, uh, in the new standard, just in the like, standard ladder. Like like paper CCGs do. Yep. Same thing. Yeah, They're just creating, creating a cycle where... So there'll be a standard okay. ladder with those rules, but then there'll be a wild ladder that's where everything. any card is possible. Okay. And, and is that to keep people buying cards? I think it's to try and simplify and, and focus the yeah. metagame. What's the real reason? Well, it's Amen. twofold. So it's uh, it's to make it easier for people to come in. So yeah. you don't need to buy you know you don't need to buy card packs from a million different sets to try to you know build up your card base. Like it can be really really hard to play catch up. Uh, and the, cynically, it is to ensure that you have to plug a little bit of money into this. Because you have to get the year. new set, right? You have to get yeah. the new set. And and I guess the third reason I would say. The bigger the card pool is, the harder it is for Blizzard to shake up the metagame. Yep. Um, once you have something like uh, with, uh, 
Dr. Boom? Is that yeah. his name in his Boom Bots? Yeah. Like, there's certain cards that just get used in every single deck, yeah, no matter like, what. And so be to be stupid to not include this card. So in to deck. be able to eventually, and then they, and then the whole game is built around yeah. countering those cards or building on those cards. And so to eventually have them cycle out allows them to keep the keep the meta game. Magic the Gathering did this, uh, you know, ages and ages ago. Forked its tournament structures, and I think that was for the best for most players. It yeah. cre- it allowed it leveled the playing field over and over yeah. again. Did you play this that component. when it was a meat space card game? Oh yeah. Did you I, guys play Magic? I still do. Yeah. My friends and I yeah. played Magic. Oh, really? yeah. I never played. Yeah. A I never played like competitively anyway. at like a comic shop, but okay. yeah, it was I, a couple years ago. It was going around the office again, and then mm. we kind of stopped a little. I came in during I, Fallen Empires, played through the Black Summer, and I really have just come and gone for life since. That <laughs> the game's it's like. Do you have Hero- expensive cards? It's like heroin and chess connected. No, I do the same thing without that. I do with my video game collection. I sell all my valuable stuff just before you it do becomes a really valuable. Yeah. Oh, before it comes valuable. Just before it becomes really Time valuable. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good at that. If you want to know what stocks to buy, find out which ones I'm selling. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Uh, see, I think those. I think those changes sound cool. Uh, you can yeah. still. I think the way it works now, uh, or the way it's going to work, is that at the end of a month, uh, you're. They're they're gonna, gonna take whichever ladder you perform better at. That'll be like the ladder that. Oh, see that part I hadn't read. That's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. They, that they take, yeah. I think that's how I understand it. And then they're also doubling the amount of deck slots you have. Uh, people have complained for a long time. You've only have Forever. nine deck slots, and there are nine classes, so mm-hmm. the it doesn't mean, allow for a lot of. I think this change is fine. Um, I think Blizzard knew that people were gonna howl and scream about it, so they doubled their deck slots along with. Like yeah, so it's like so it's like they're giving this thing that everyone can be like so happy about, and that they were some people were worried Blizzard might even try to charge for, and just doubling that at the same time they're giving people some news that they might not want, like a carrot and stick thing. Yeah, Yeah, okay, smart Blizzard. I don't see I I don't see what there is to be upset about with the with the new standard. Yeah, Um, I don't know. Can you trade uh, Hearthstone cards? There's no trading cards now. Well, I guess that means that you just have to buy their their cards instead of making money on your own, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I understand the complaints. It it, it will. Can you it, sell your account? No, I mean not legally. I mean, yeah. Not legally? No. Huh. Is it really illegal? I mean, yeah, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's illegal, illegal, or Blizzard illegal. It's like, a violation of medical ethics. And you never want to play again, and you can't just give somebody your account or sell it to them. I mean, I you can just so. I mean, it's give like them your, your login info, and they can just play on your account. I'm sure. yeah. I guess, but it's like your Battle.net account. Like, even though I'm not actively playing Hearthstone anymore, but I'm not. No one can. I'm not gonna like. I use Battle.net for like Diablo and stuff. Like, I yeah. kind of like the idea of like getting a knock on the door and just Fed standing there, be like, "Sir, we'd like to <laughs> yeah. talk to you about your Hearthstone." Come down to the station, answer a few questions for us about Hearthstone. It's an interesting game, Damon. You and I were talking about this at lunch the other day. Um, I, I think the game is super reasonable in how it makes its money and what mm-hmm. it charges for. It releases these single-player, like challenge expansions. Where what are they, like twenty or twenty-five bucks? Yeah, uh, I think they're twenty if you buy early, and they go up yeah, to twenty-five. And it's totally like a good value. Like it's got all this voice acting, and it takes you through these nine challenges and nine heroic challenges, and gives you new cards, and it gives you class challenges. Like it's a good value. But there's three of those now, and mm-hmm. so like if you're just now getting into Hearthstone. Like yeah. that's seventy five bucks. There are certain plus. cards you can only get by playing, yeah, by buying these single player packs. Yeah. And you're so not, like, you don't it just, ha- it'll get expensive over time. Like, don't buy anything you don't want to buy. It's not like you have to buy it, but like you kind of do. And so I would rather like, have seventy five dollars worth of uh, garbage pail kids cards, frankly. But that's I, I do have, and like that particular a pretty problem. close to complete collection of the original run of garbage pail kids. No wow. kidding. Like yeah. starting oh. with zero, yeah, zero like, one. Well, from yeah, yeah. Who's, exactly. who's your favorite garbage pail kid? Oh man, I mean Flynn and Damon, even though it's spelled wrong. I, well, what what era is that from? 
Uh, that's later, like fifth or sixth series. I, I tried to find Jared, but his card was canceled as the the fifteenth series. It had a Jared card that that. There's only one Jared. Yeah, but then they brought it back in two thousand with some of the canceled cards. So mm-hmm. he does have one out there. Is it is it back again too? Uh, it's been on and off. I think in the two thousands. So there's definitely stuff going on right now. Yeah, the name the name Jared wasn't particularly. It's still not popular, but it was it was not around much there for a long time. I think it's it, Jared. It may, Jared is what it was. It may dip in popularity due to recent current events. It, it may very well. Uh, it, that would be my uh, Star Wars editorial, right? Uh, <laughs> nope. I was talking about. Uh, oh no, I'm just being stupid. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Snooty Sam is like in uh, pa- the, the the 300 era, hmm. uh, which is like series three or whatever. Yeah. I forget how they're numbered. That's, that's when I started getting them, so I was really hyped. It's like, hey, I'm in here. Uh, moving on, Far Cry Primal is the next Far Cry game coming out soonish. March is that when that game's coming out? Sounds that's come out right. I think it's February. It's fe- is it this month. It's the end of February. It's the end of this month. Yeah, okay. three weeks. Uh, before we get into our discussion here, how, how how are you guys feeling about Far Cry Primal? Right now, yeah. is this a Far Cry game? I talked about my love for mastodons and all, <laughs> all things large and furry from the past. This so is taking about that. the Far Cry formula and putting it in a prehistoric setting. Yeah. Right, for anyone who's I think it's really unfamiliar. clever. I'm kind of on blackout to just play it from the start and try it out. I like Blood Dragon a lot. I like Blood Dragon. I'm not a Far Cry fan, so I've liked every. I like Far Cry. I like I've Blood liked, Dragon. Really liked everything Far Cry since Far Cry Three. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for more Far Cry. Uh, but this got me thinking about other prehistoric games. Bonk. The history of prehistoric games. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Rock. This uh, is a tough area of research. Hold, yeah. Hold on. Hold your horses here. Uh, when I was looking up prehistoric games, I was hard pressed to find anything uh, from before the late '80s. There was a big craze with prehistoric games in the '90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was I was I was surprised at how few prehistoric games there were. Yeah. And Jared and I talk about one all the time. There are yeah. a couple. Well, I, and then, not, then I, the, there's a lot of history pr- games like Greek and like or, or like uh, Aztec based stuff like that, but prehistoric with yeah. with either dinosaurs yeah. or cavemen in it is yeah. what you're classifying. Yeah, the earliest one I could come up with was off the one the, that we talked about off the top time. of my head. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I just wanted to lay some expectations. We're not considering game just games that have dinosaurs in them. Right. So like not Dino Crisis, not yeah. dinosaurs and Cadillacs, yeah. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, but games that are set in a in prehistoric prehistory. era. Right. So the earliest one, I think, uh, as you point out, Jared, was BC's... BC's Quest for Tires was the first yeah. one I could think of. I love that, that game. About? I think I topped it, okay, but there's topped? a caveat. Oh, well, hold on yeah. here. Okay, Let's that's just, 1983. Describe this game. So this BC's is based on the BC comic strip. On the comic strip, <laughs> right. So isn't you, still running, is it? I love uh, this game when I was a kid. I don't know. No one knows. It's so good. It has a really cool cartoon rendering of the main character, and he's on a unicycle made out of stone, and you go to the right, and you... You Jump tr- over stuff. You try to avoid turtles. It's, an it's kind of like an endless runner. Yeah, and it's. You it remember was this comic? BC. Yeah. Oh yeah. I liked BC for a while, and then it got kind of overtly spiritual to the point that it was started feeling yeah, saccharine. Got pretty weird there. And yeah, uh, yeah but turned yeah. Ziggy. Uh, yeah, it got a little ziggy. There were at least two Flintstones games on the NES. Do, do they oh, count? We're in 1983 right 83. now. 83. We're going era? chronological. No, I, no. All right. I don't know. Yeah, you. I feel like you three had some like sidebar that I wasn't a part of. No. Oh. No, we're just we're just excited about dinosaurs. So, so BC, is, well, but it? here's the thing: is that BC doesn't really have dinosaurs. In it. We no, tried to research hard. what the earliest game is with dinosaurs in it, and it's surprisingly hard to do. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, that '83 Apple II game. Is that the one you're thinking about? No. Okay. What I said was Gottlieb's Dinosaur, which is an arcade game. Okay. But it's a or sorry, Caveman. Sorry, Gottlieb's Caveman. Okay, it yeah. has dinosaurs in it and a joystick. 
but it's also attached to a pinball machine. Yeah. So it's like Baby Pac-Man. It has a full arcade game in it, but it drops out of there, and you play pinball for a little bit, and then it goes back in the arcade game, and you play the joystick. Yeah, and that so was that's what called year? Was Caveman. that 83? Or is that 83 also? Because yeah. that's Got 83. So that's the earliest I got. So Gottlieb's so, 83. Because of BC's. BC's 83. And then I think we jump five years to 1988, well, and... Oh, we, there's one more. There's Which the, one? The, is it Dino Egg or Dino Egg? The, no, 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 no. Apple, Dino Egg okay. unreleased. It's '83. Dino yeah. Egg is unreleased. Well, well, it came out on a lot of platforms. Yeah. It, I, but when I when we were looking at it, it was like ColecoVision. Well, I don't want to get into it. It came out on yeah. Apple too. This is not going to be yeah. an exhaustive history. Yeah. 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 Sorry, that's no, prehistoric video games. Yeah, this will be a brief history. That game looks fun. I never played it. Yeah. Of prehistoric video games in 1988, Caveman Olympics. Ooh. Came to Commodore 64. It was known on NES as Caveman Games. Caveman mm-hmm. Games, yeah. yeah. It's an American Gladiator style game, it, and and it came out on NES in 19. I would I would describe it more as like California games. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess it would be like California games. Summer games, winter games. But California but they have an American Gladiator thing, okay. like where they fight yeah. each other like off a thing. Yeah. Good. Can we? No, I just want to do that in the office now. Can we get those big like uh, pugil sticks and the helmets and do American Gladiators in the office? That's, That's painful. Fun. The following year, The Adventures of Dino Riki yeah. came to NES. The game is so cool. It's, it's like terrible, a, it's like, but it's really a great name and great art. It's like Commando in, in prehistoric times, right? Because yeah. you're like, it's top-down scrolling, vertically scrolling shooter, kind of. Yeah, that's dumb. This is it's one dumb. I rented once and tried to forget. That's, that's Really? It's that not to yeah. be confused with Kid Nicky Radical Ninja. Yeah, yeah right. Which is not a prehistoric game. No. Uh, 1990 saw the release of Bonk's Adventure mm-hmm. yeah. oh, on oh. the Topographic And system. Trog and Big Nose the Caveman and Big Nose Freaks Out. Those are all NES games. From that what, like, what, wow. what caused the... There was like, a caveman explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. why well, was there a caveman explosion in the early 90s? Oh, Bonk can't have hurt because Bonk was... The, Hudson decided to go with him as the U.S. mascot. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't, so even just a, it wasn't even just in video games. No. Like, it, it all culminated never, in, like, Encino Man. I think Yoshi might have had something to do with it, honestly. Uh, Maybe there was a get, Flintstones resurgence. Yoshi over here and Yoshi was just Yeah, huge. and Flintstones came back, too. Jurassic Park came out around that time. Yoshi was there. Yeah. Yeah, I think Where did that, this come from what started it? Well, Jurassic, I think it might have been uh, Land of the Lost. Y- Yoshi, Yoshi, and and Jurassic Park would have been enough, frankly. Yeah. And I think those two happened. But don't you guys think it's more surprising that in the '80s, when we all were really obsessed with dinosaurs and dinosaur toys, yeah, that there much, wasn't yeah. a bunch so of thinking, dinosaur it took, videos? It took like marketers and you know people that make media a decade to figure out. Wait a yeah. second, people love dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, there are three sequels to Bonk's Adventure: Bonk's Revenge. Uh, Bonk 3, Bonk's Big Adventure, and then Super Bonk was on Super Nintendo. Yep. yep. The one to play is Bonk's And Revenge. that doesn't even count Air Zonk. Yeah, which has, which, what, two iterations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if that's supposed to be set in that's historic a times that, or if it's that's, on No, planet. that's like future opposite, That's yeah. future. Yeah. How, Bonk's Revenge is actually a good video game. The, the, the others of those you can live without, but the, Bonk 2 is totally, totally yeah. worth yeah, playing. Bonk's okay. I like Bonk. Again, not, not a huge focus on dinosaurs in those games, though, right? In Bonk? Oh, no, I guess Bonk. They get eaten by the Hey, does Adventure Island count? It has dinosaurs. But I don't think it's set in prehistoric times. It's Remember, hard. We're not just talking about dinosaurs. No, I know. Yeah. I know. So uh, the Adventure Island is stuck in the past, but but Master Higgins is a contemporary gentleman. I think we I have think to. So, yeah. I think we have to date it by the skateboard. We're, when were skateboards invented? That'll well, the Flintstones have cars. So. Yeah, okay, that's well, true. Then that's a good point. Uh, we will count 1991's Turtles in Time because they travel back absolutely to prehistoric times. Does that mean we have to level. count the Home Improvement game in which <laughs> do they travel back to <laughs> in which Tim times? Allen fights through a dinosaur set yeah, yeah. for the first level? Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, 1991 oh, game. was also Chuck Rock, which I yeah. rented for my Sega Genesis. I have yeah, never Chuck played Chuck Rock. I haven't either. What's what Chuck, what Rock, Chuck about? Rock It's a platformer where yeah. uh, okay. I, I think there's some puzzle elements to it also. Mediocre platformer. Yeah. I had Chuck Rock 2, Son of Chuck. Chuck Rock 2, Son of Chuck. <laughs> that, that was the one that I owned. Yep. 
That was another one. Uh, that same year was when Joe and Mac was in arcades. That, yeah, cool. that game blew me away in the arcade. Cooperative caveman game. I used to get that conflated in my head with Toki Goes Ape Spit. Like, they're, they're completely Which different games. That? that I thought that was prehistoric, but it's not. It's just tropical. You're a, a monkey walking around spitting, like, energy balls at Did things. you know the I people that, that just redid game. Toki want to do Caveman, the Caveman Ninja Joe and Mac game next? That would make, no, I did not know yeah, that, well. but it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they, they look a lot alike. So Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja is a side-scrolling co-op, like, Contra-like co-op yeah. game. Data East, right? Yeah, Data East yeah. made it. Yeah. Uh, who also made uh, uh, the game I mentioned earlier, Trog. Um, but yeah, art. I like yes, Trog. Yes, Trog. Uh, but yeah, it's a really cartoony, and the dinosaurs are huge, yeah, like huge cool. sprites. And on the Super Nintendo, it was gorgeous when they ported it, but it also got an NES port. That was really bad. I have never played the NES version of Game Ninja. They can't make NES those giant sports. of Joe and Matt. Yeah, I'll bring it in. It's a, it's a rare one. I've that. never played that. Wow. Uh, 1993 was Congo's Caper, which is actually a Joe and Matt game. Yeah, yeah I never realized that, Joe the, the connection. But then and that I think got a sequel and Joe single Mac player. Sequel. I think King Congo's Caper is only a single player game. Yeah. But the protagonist, Congo, searches for the kidnapped Conget. Mm -hmm. He is a super kid, a monkey turned into a half-human. Getting Whoa. hit will turn the player back into a monkey. Oh, okay. Jeez, now, when do you think Donkey Kong Country takes place? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, it's got to be contemporaneous with Mario because that's the canonical Donkey Kong, right? In but Donkey Mario Country? rides a dinosaur. Mario does ride, but that's dun, on dun, Dinosaur dun, Island. Yeah, Ooh, Donkey right. Kong, I don't think Donkey Kong's in any canonical Mario stuff. I don't think Mario Kart and any of the rest of that's canonical. But doesn't doesn't Donkey Kong well, count as canonical? Yeah, I don't think Mario Cranky, is part of I don't think Donkey Kong is part of the Mario canon. Yeah, no, cuz Cranky but, is the Donkey Kong that's in Donkey Kong. Right, yeah, Cranky. And oh, Mario I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, Cranky yeah. Kong is Donkey Kong. But wow. I don't, I don't know can canon be one way cuz I feel like that's canon in Donkey Kong Country, but I don't think it goes all the way back through. Oh, I really, to Mario. I what about all those Mario parties? I want it to be canon because that means that Mario with a whip in Donkey Kong Jr is also canon and yeah. that's just right. that's Awesome. This is an this is an edge case. This is an edge case for. You know what you were opening up. This is the Pandora's box. An edge case for a prehistoric game was Color a Dinosaur on the NES. Yeah, Ooh, okay. one of my favorite titles of all time, which I wasn't even yeah. aware of until I started doing. Now this you research. you might not expect what that game is about, but it's about coloring a dinosaur. <laughs> you have a black and white drawing of a dinosaur, and you get to choose colors for it. I should I should let my daughter play with NES cartridge. She might like it. Yeah. And then over on the Super Nintendo in 1993 was Evo Search for Eden. Oh, what a cool game. Evo. I've never played Evo. Oh, oh man. You would love it. Really you cool. evolved from Club. the Paleozoic era yeah. through the age of dinosaurs and early man. I, oh, I could have played By this. eating other things. So it's really good? It's yeah. good, yeah. It's, it's a really like, well-known, well-thought-of well game. We're 93. We're moving toward my favorite favorite prehistoric game. I'm so excited. No, it was in 1994's Joe and Mac 2 Lost yeah. in Trouble. Yeah. It was not. It was not. But I never uh, played that. What about 1994's Radical Rex? Also not that. Mm -hmm. Is it Primal Rage? It's a skateboarding oh, no. dinosaur. No, oh no, that's a fun game. It's just but on it's not. Super Nintendo Genesis and Sega CD. Okay, I need to track that one down. Probably the Sega CD version. We're almost there. Was it 1995's BC Racers? It was 1995, but it was not BC Racers. BC Racers is part of the Chuck Rock series. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. Well, the Chuck how many Rock Chuck Rock games universe. were there? Yeah, part of the Chuck Rock expanded universe. <laughs> you must be thinking of 1995's Chrono Trigger. Indeed, that's what I'm thinking of. Right. Which also has time traveling. Oh man. Two prehistoric times. Which I believe are called prehistoric times in the game, right? It's like 20 million BC. I don't know if that counts. I don't know if I count that. Why? What? Why? Because, because it's if a, you will allow turtles in time. Because it's a fantasy world. It's not Earth. Oh, okay. Well, wait, oh, wait, are, we, well, are we allowing Flintstones? Yes, we are. Uh, we okay, are because the rare, I didn't, one I didn't of the rarest really yeah, the rarest Surprise at Dinosaur Peak. Games like 800 For NES bucks. came out in 1993. Yeah, I didn't realize there were. Yeah. We just looked it up. 28 bids currently on eBay for a loose cartridge. 
six hundred dollars. Yeah. Also, if I if I remember right, on the actual like edge of time screen, it, it calls it the prehistoric age. If I I think that's got to count if if if, if it actually says eh. that. I don't agree with that. It goes to ten thousand. Why doesn't Star Wars I think count? Twenty thousand. Yeah. I mean, huh? why doesn't Star Wars count? See, I think count? we oh, talked about pre prehistoric time. It was a long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah it could be. But I don't think it takes place in prehistoric times. But it's before history. Maybe it does. Oh wait, there is a history there. That ooh, that's difficult. It, yeah, it, it does have history within the Star Wars universe, so it's hard to say prehistorical. Yeah, but it's pre our history. Nineteen ninety-seven was Tale of the Sun. I, oh. Man, Tales from the Sun is like the Tale best. Tale of the Sun is Tale, that what it is? Uh, yeah. Tale Spin is what you're thinking of. Tale, <laughs> Tale of the Sun. T A I L. Yeah, that's that the 91. best bad game that I. The love. best bad game. Yeah, it's, that was a PlayStation game. The player's ultimate objective is to build a tower of mammoth tusks that reaches the sun. Game's impossible. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Dan Reichart has an incredible series of him trying to play Tales of the Sun. <laughs> uh, Conquers Bad Fur Day. Had the Uga Booga level. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a prehistoric level. I think level. we can all gloss past that one. Yeah, I think so too. That, that, that game is fine. Conquer. What about the game BC? I'm just joking. Yeah. The Peter Molyneux game that was never released, it was canceled. Huh. It was supposed to take place. You're supposed to be like a caveman. This populist like an action adventure game set populist in prehistory. Uh, a lot of populist is prehistory. Is yeah, it? Absolutely. You're, you're like creating the world. I mean, technically, civilization would fall on this list. Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess the Civ games. I guess, well, the Civ, Civ games actually start at the dawn of history. Like, the mm. very first thing you do is create things like alphabet or ceremonial burial or the things we associate oh, with keeping history. Oh, so you're so, creating, yeah. Well, because yeah. I actually think they're past prehistoric because the, the Civ, every Civ game starts with the first city. Right. 4000 BC, you found the city. Yeah, so that, I think you're right. I think that's actually right on the cusp. Unless I'm missing something in the last 15 years that brings us to Far Cry Primal. So, which means there has been a big lull in prehistoric games. Mm. Now, things that don't count, Primal Rage. That's a post-apocalyptic game. It mm-hmm. is? Yeah. The dinosaurs came back? Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. Oh, Jared, yeah. what about Time Pilot? Uh, ooh. Ooh, wait. <laughs> no, I think everything you're fighting in Time Pilot still I don't think historical. you ever go yeah, you never, into prehistoric you, times in Time Pilot. No, you never fight like pterodactyls in Time Pilot yeah. or anything. Joust, you fight pterodactyls in. You do. Joust could be a That's on another planet. <laughs> uh, Primal Carnage, uh, the dinosaurs were recreated on an island in modern times. Earthbound, that you actually go to a different planet yeah, for the dinosaur planet, planet. Spoilers. Right. Star Fox Adventures takes place on dinos- dinosaur planets. <laughs> Not prehistoric. <laughs> tricky. Right. Turok is also another planet. Mm-hmm. Well, and well, well. Turok, it, it's, it's also in the future, is that right? Yeah. I don't yeah, know when, yeah. what Turok yeah. is about. Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. Definitely not prehistoric. What is unclear is Good that guns. game, Ark, Ark Survival? Oh, yeah. Survival of I'm yeah. not sure where that game is supposed to take place. If it's no, that's in very the past. Sci-fi. Is, is it? Yeah. Okay. I like I to imagine it's a conservative Christian creationist universe where man and dinosaurs survival, are walking yeah. side by side and that it's like secretly like uh, creationist propaganda. Yeah. That's, my, that's my theory. Okay. Good. Yeah. I can put that on the back of their box. Yeah. There you have it, a brief history of prehistoric video games. We nailed that one. Yeah. What a, what a great segment. Now it's time for Video Game 20 Questions. Uh-oh. Everybody knows how this works. Uh, we have 20 yes or no questions to guess the mystery game that is in my mind. This week the game was suggested by Anthony in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh? Raleigh. Raleigh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you may begin. Is this have caveman in it? <laughs> no, let's not burn. Let's not burn a question. Does, does your, was it last week that you didn't get it? Oh no, you got it like on like, question oh, yeah. 19, nineteen last week. Does yes, your character in this game speak? <laughs> yes. Hmm. Is this game? Oh, do you guys want to go by generations? You want to go by? I do like yeah, narrowing it by time. 
this a let's see is this game a part of our of the previous game generation previous Jared, to the current Jared, let's go by years buddy oh years no no, no we wanted to go by generations yeah, I remember I we talked about that yeah we talked about that we so about you're still, asking if it's part of the Xbox 360 PlayStation 3 Wii generation yeah no okay well, there we go. That might have been a wasted question. <laughs> is it from the generation before that? So is it from the Xbox, Maybe PlayStation this is hard 2, because GameCube? It's, it's I think we're going to burn a lot of questions here. This might have been a poor Maybe. strategy. Maybe we got to go with the year thing. We tried it for variety's sake. That was great, though. It was. <laughs> we, had a, we had a good run. Uh, did this come out before 2000? Okay. Yes, it did. We had a strategy. We're trying to stick to a strategy. Right. So somebody talks, and it right. came out before 2000. So when your character speaks in yeah. this game, do you actually hear words with your ears, or are you seeing text on screen? That's not a yes or no question. When your character speaks... Does that have voice recording? D d when you, does your character have a recorded voice that you hear? Yes. Ooh, okay. Right. So that's good, because that it sounds like it's Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. So but, it's going to uh, be probably an N64 CD or PC game, then, because we've got voice samples. Yeah, I mean, okay. but it's hard, it's, it's hard to know how tricksy Damon's being, because it could be like some barks from like a fighting game. I'm or, bad! Yeah, because yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be Street Fighter 2. It's probably a safe bet that it's later, but just don't get locked into that mind. Yeah, I'm not going to keep point. it locked. All right. Um, Does this game have sequels? Mm, I don't think so. Oh man, yeah, that makes ooh. it so hard. Okay. Um, we gotta narrow down platform. Let's see, yeah, we probably narrow down platform. Did this game? Did this game release uh, originally release on a cartridge? No. Okay, so probably a CD or a disc or an arcade so, board. Or arcade board. That's true. This game released uh, after January first, nineteen ninety. No. Okay. Oh snap! So yeah. what is it? Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yeah, it well, there's be. a lot of fighter it, need food badly. Yeah. It, or what Berserk, is it? Or Street Gauntlet, Fighter One. Yeah, Street Fighter One. China. Gauntlet, Berserk. Japan. Uh, Uppercut. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. It could be. Hubert spoke. Oh, we probably ought to ask about. Yeah, but this he's got not. actual voice. Yeah. Is it an arcade game? Uh, yes. All right, there we go. Dragon's Lair. Yeah, there's a lot of those that talked. Um, goodness. Speaking characters in an arcade game. I mean, it is sounds it, like it's unusually to, it's unusual that it has speech, but maybe before, we well, I mean, it's speech before it. 1990 in an arcade game. But there were a lot of games that, that did that. Like you, you'd have this voice sample. There were no sequels. No sequels that I know of. Well, yeah, no well-known sequels. Oh, that could be hard. What if our, like Star Wars arcade now has the voice samples, but never actually had this? Oh, no, because that had Empire. That was a sequel. That's right. That was a direct sequel to the Star Wars arcade game. So it can't be Star Wars. Um, I want to remind the panel that Justin's question was, does your character speak? Yeah. And we can hear them speak. Yeah. Cool. All right. What does that reminder mean? Oh, it's a cool suspicious in, reminder. In the game Gauntlet, your character does not speak. Yeah, it does. Yeah. No. Your character says that they need the food when they're dying. Oh, actually, that's, no, an, that's an announcer. So he's like, warrior needs food. Yeah. I always thought that was the warrior talking in the third person. The elf they was about the elf, to die. They for each I always played warrior. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Valkyrites? Like, Valkyrite is about to die. <laughs> uh, do you shoot in this game? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Do you jump in this game? Yes. You jump, so it's not a driving game. That's 10. Can we confirm it's arcade? Yeah, yeah it, it is, is an arcade game. We didn't actually, are we still just assuming that? No, no we, we asked, asked, asked that, that directly. Confirmed, yeah. No Should shooting, we ask still no shooting yes, jumping. Okay, so it's not Berserk. Actually, it's jumping, not I said I asked that question half as a joke, but that eliminates any like scrolling shooter. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good a, question. That's a great well, question. Doesn't eliminate Dragon Slayer. 
No. Let's see. Uh, so you talk in the game. Is the company that made this game still in business? Um, I don't know why. It's not going to help me at all. It could be, you could say yes or no. It doesn't get me anywhere. No. No. The company that made this game is not in business. No either. longer in business. Ooh. Did this come out before 1985? No. Okay. 85 and 90. That, that makes a little bit better. That helps a lot. Um, you don't shoot. You don't shoot. Your character talks, but don't don't get too hung up on do that. You I perform, totally hung up on do you that. perform acts of violence in this game? Yes. Okay. So it's not 720. Mm -hmm. Could be bad dudes. Um, yeah, any side-scrolling, beat them up. You shoot in bad dudes, don't you? Uh, no, you never use a gun. Um, when did Ninja Turtles come out? Wait, is that I'm just going to ask it. Is this a side-scrolling beat em up Yes. No. Okay. Uh, Nailed it. Okay, so now we double dragon. Is there speech in double dragon? There's no speech in double dragon. Or golden axe. Golden axe. Do you speak in golden axe? I don't know. No, I, don't I own speak. that game. I'm an arcade cabinet. No, there's text, remember. but you never speak. I don't. Well, I mean, you do when you get hit. The, your characters go. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. That was really well, there's good. a lot of games where you do that. Yeah, yeah but this. And you kick a gnome. Huh? You kick a gnome. All right, we're getting started. What about that? Is that why you clarified? Like, is that, what? That, that, like you what, did no, 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 speech, no, no. Right? Was this game based on a licensed property? No. Okay, so it's not, okay. Ooh. It's 15. Oh, man. Okay, so it's the company's not around anymore, so it can't be Golden Axe, that's Sega. No. Sega's uh, around. Wait, is Data East? He oh, said he wasn't oh, around. Data East isn't around anymore. Yeah. That it really could be bad dudes. Um, <laughs> dudes, that'd be so cool. Um... It could also be Crude Buster, but I think that was 90. I think it's uh, incredibly unlikely. Um, what are you a human in this game? Yes. Are you a bad dude in this game? Yes. Ah! <laughs> the good thing, like, you, on like the second or third question, yeah. you said, I'm bad. Yeah, like, you were so close <laughs> the, all the very early on. Bad dudes. Versus yeah, I did not expect Asia. to get the question, does your character speak? That never occurred to me, but I was like, done, Justin. He, he what is, the and so, you, I didn't want you to get sidetracked. You asked if it's an arcade game, but like, I played the NES port. Yeah. So, like, the answer to the question, is it an arcade game, is yes, but like, that doesn't mean it's exclusively yeah, yeah. an arcade game. Yeah, if it's one player, you go, I'm bad. If it's two player, you go, we're bad, or who's yeah. bad? And uh, Steve Martin in Parenthood. Uh, mentioned yeah. bad dudes. Really? Uh, oh yeah. Tell him the reference. It's yeah, really it's funny. Great. He and his, his really son good. is playing the game. He's just died, and Steve Martin like walks in with him. And he puts his arm around him. He's like, "Well, yeah, that's why they call him bad dudes." And they walk away from a bad dudes arcade machine. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's Steve really Martin cool. joke about yeah. bad dudes. About bad really dudes. Uh, released in 1988. Uh, published and developed by Diddy, Diddy East. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have done it without you guys because I've never played that game. Really? You know, bad dudes. Is that's a great game. It's actually a lot of fun. I mean, I yeah, know the game, but I've yeah. never played it. You. It is a great game. You're yeah. aware that in the end, when you, you can't save, take that back, that when you say it's a great game, when you save the president, <laughs> yeah, I can. He invites <laughs> you to get a hamburger with he him. He does. Are you bad enough, dudes, to rescue Ronnie, and then yeah. you go get a hamburger with Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the graphics and watched videos of this game. Yeah, although I've actually I've heard that bad dudes is pretty legit. It is. It's 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 fun. The arcade version, especially the NES port's kind of rough around the edges, but worth playing. But it's funny. It's hard for me to like because in my memory of that game, you sometimes shoot. No, no. See, you, I wasn't sure. I wasn't hundred no, percent sure. Not you never, never pick up a gun. I mean, you I believe you. Like a double just, dragon, you can pick yeah. up a gun. You charge up your fist and can do a power punch, but it doesn't shoot out. And you use knives and nunchucks. The other only other power ups are coke cans and I think what? Can watches. we keep asking you questions? I, yeah. I believe Do the characters' I believe parents you. love them. Now I don't oh, know no, what game I'm picturing. The arcade game is called Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Right, but yeah. the NES is just called Bad Dudes. And in Japan, it's just called Dragon Ninja in the home system. Yeah, like uh, if you buy the Famicom one, it's just called Dragon Ninja. We okay. did it. And you play the game backwards as the final boss. Yeah. Also had a Pretty spiritual weird. sequel, <laughs> Crude Busters. That's uh, the spiritual sequel to Bad Dudes? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. How great would that be is if in a sequel to Bad Dudes, you play it as the final boss and you just walk past all your cronies because they're not going to stop you. Karnov is in that game. And then you fight the Bad Dudes at well, the end. Well, that's another Data East game. Huh? Yeah. There's a, yeah Karnov's a boss in Bad Dudes. He's a boss, yeah. you. Yeah. But Karnov, yeah, so many reasons. But Karnov is, <laughs> isn't Karnov re- related to Rygar also? Uh, Karnov's related to a <laughs> Rygar is a Chelnov game. Chelnov. He's related what it was. to Chelnov. Tom Chelnov. What's that? What's Rygar is made by Tecmo. 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 Is it a Tecmo, Tecmo game? Was Rygar? Yeah. The uh, Rygar reboot was pretty good. Isn't that a Wii game? PS2. Or Not that PS2. reboot. The first reboot. Yeah. You got a yo-yo shield. Yeah, that PS2 one. Yeah, and you get the pizza shield in that yeah, one, it's right? Yeah. Real quick before we go, what are we playing this weekend? I plan to start The Witness. Bad uh, dudes. I'm really bad dudes. Yeah. I'm finished with The Witness, and so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to Darkest Dungeon, and Ooh, yeah. I think I'm gonna download this game called Infinifactory. You're not gonna get Infiniminer all the environmental on, puzzles. Infin- Infiniminer on the PS4 It came out in December. Weird. It might be Infinifactory. It's the game for the guys that made Space Kim. Uh, my PC is too old to run that game when it came out on computer, and I saw it came to PS4, and hmm. so now I'm really excited. You're not going to finish all the environmental puzzles? In uh, I mean, I've done, I've had my fill of that game. I'm many, many hundreds of puzzles in. Yeah, I, uh, I'm playing something for review that may end up stretching into the weekend because mm-hmm. it's taking longer than I thought. But if I get some free time, definitely going to keep uh, diving into the witness. Mm-hmm. I t- bad dudes. I'm gonna play bad dudes. Good. Play wow. the arcade version, though, man. Oh, I, don't, I don't have access to that. Well, I'll look around the Bay Area and see. Yeah, if look I can around. See so if you can find okay. one. That's Do you own the, the NES cart? No. Oh wow. Yeah. I'll figure it out. it out. The NES one we have good memories of, but it really is pretty choppy. Also, I have really? to finish Zelda yeah. two. I'm on the, the the sixth palace, the hidden palace. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a game right so, there. That's a game. That's a game for it's a tough for palace, people. man. It's got some floors that disappear. Yeah. Fall a lot. Fall through them. Wait till you get to that great palace, man. Great palace without a map. You got to fight bosses just right in the middle of the palace. First appearance of Shadow Link. Great game. Man, that was a great movie. What? That's in that? Oh, you spoiled it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, my hit just... Yeah, so would Sam's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, until next time. with that, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Sam. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. We're out. of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. 
Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.